into the garage. I am Dan Nichols, and I am joined by Brian Sanchez, who's very, very much looking forward to Discount Candy Day. Yep, November 1st. November 1st. Mm-hmm. Marked on my calendar. Yes. And that should last for a solid two days. And then, Dim Wesley. Who forgot that Halloween was even this week? Oh, yeah. Definitely did. Do you even know what Halloween is? Uh, I, I mean, people dress up. People mm. give kids candy. Only time in the year that it's okay to ca- take candy from strangers. I mean, right? That's weird. Mm. <laughs> Think about it like that. Only when they're hiding their identity is it okay. So, <laughs> Brian, you want to take us through housekeeping? Yeah, just a little First. bit of housekeeping just to kind of start us off. Um, uh, as many of you guys may know, uh, we have a group on Facebook. You can find us on most of the social medias, but Facebook is predominantly the one that we're the most active on. Uh, that is FTG Gremlins, capital FTG uh, Gremlins on there. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find that group. Uh, if you have any problems finding it, just hit one of us up on Facebook. You know, all three of us are on there. Uh, we can point you in the right yep. direction. It's a really cool group of people uh, sharing stuff from uh, the racing Wait. world, from the automotive world. Not uh, just stuff. But also things. Oh, stuff and things. Mm-hmm. Stuff and things. Um, We're good mo- about that. Yeah, motorcycles, racing, uh, consumer stuff, just like random musings. It's a lot of fun. It's been really cool. So if you're a member of the group, uh, thank you so much for for joining and following along and well, not and just that. posting it, and stuff. It, it's been kind of cool to see that this community has been built around something that you know we've. I mean, we started doing this almost two years ago now, and we just kind of did it because we thought it'd be fun. Yeah. And now we can actually see, like, uh, in the group that, although we started it, people are using it to come together, just the fans, and kind of build this space out and really make it their own. Yeah. Um, Which was the intention, but it's cool to see it happen so fast. Yeah, it's starting starting to pick up, so that's a lot of fun, so we appreciate that. Uh, and then, of course, you know, um, if you are not uh, subscribed to the podcast, you can find us on Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, mm-hmm. at the website as well. Spotify has um, actually really taken off yeah, with man. their podcast network. It's really cool. cool. Yeah. It's really, really cool. So, yeah, hit us up. We'd love to uh, chat with you. Exactly. So, this being the Halloween episode, last year we went over, like, movie cars and stuff, right? Yep. Um, just kind of... What is Halloween dressing up as famous characters from this, that, or the other thing? And then also the, um, you know, free candy, obviously. Um, <laughs> always, but, the, always the, the candy. The candy. Well, have you seen my gut? I thoroughly enjoy candy. Okay. I'm trying to train for this, uh, like, half marathon in January. Like, I don't It's called carbo loading, dude. Of, not with the sugar, though. Oh, right. I get that confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,. This year, though, I figured that we would make it a little bit more spooky, dare I say dark. Without further ado, this is going to be a little bit different as well, so there is a little bit more ado that I'm going to kind of preface here. Um, So this is going to be more so storytelling, as the title would lead you to believe, um, we are going to have discussions and everything like that. We would love to hear your thoughts on this on Facebook and stuff. Do you believe in this? Do you not? But we're going to talk about the most evil car in America. 
And so we start. Chapter one. The Dodge 334 door sedan was built in limited numbers. There were only about 5,000 ever made. One such example was purchased by Old Orchard Beach Police in Maine, along with a few of her sisters. However, this story isn't about them. This one is about the one that would one day be dubbed the Golden Eagle. She began her life as a police cruiser, as did a lot of four-door Mopar B-bodies. But her story is far from just high-speed chases and endless boring patrols. No, she had other, more sinister plans. Her first two toys were two police officers that called this Detroit four-door muscle car their office. Long hours of cruising up and down small town roads in a mostly empty main back road. And of course, the one stoplight Main Street that took you in and out of Old Orchard Beach. This is where the evilest car in America moniker began to take form. These two officers went home after work and proceeded to carry out massacres of their families, children and all only to end their bloodbath with themselves. After these atrocities, the OOBPD reassigned her to another officer, who lasted a few months before he too followed suit, murdering his family and then himself. It's important at this time to note that Stephen King is from Maine, and I don't believe that he himself could have thought up this sort of car-related horror story by himself, which is why the book Christine is loosely based on this. Although this story is already dark, terrifying, and or downright fucked up, it's going to get worse, so much worse. You have been warned. But first, let me tell you a few little, shall we call them, quirks that she had. Firstly, she enjoyed speed and would accelerate all by herself with no input from the fragile, meaty thing behind the wheel. The seatbelts would release themselves during these higher speed moments, and the doors would even fly open for no apparent reason. Anybody who knows anything about aerodynamics would catch on to the fact that this is not the way that things work. Aerodynamics means that there's a lot of pressure pushing in on those doors, not pulling them out. So this brings the ever-debated question to light. Is it nature or is it nurture that are to blame? Okay, so what do you guys think? Haunted or not? Let's just start, uh, let's just start off with the big question that everybody's got. Do you think that's haunted? Do you think that this is just coincidence at this point that this crap would happen? I mean, it is three times that pretty much the exact same thing happened. I mean, I think everything has a an answer in that, right? Um, yeah. Do I believe in the overall spiritual world, you know, that there are pol- poltergeists and spirits are all around us? Not really. Yeah. I'm forever the pessimist, so. Yeah, yeah that's true, but... I Do could, you believe that there are things that happen in the world that 
unexplainable. Maybe unexplainable, but definitely there's some sort of force outside of what you can see, what you can feel that maybe caused it. So this takes us into a realm I'm not necessarily comfortable talking about with everyone. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm going to chalk this up to shit wiring. Okay. <laughs> Three shit. times in a row, yes. Shit, shit wiring for people killing their families. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm saying like anything with the car, like the car like accelerating on its own. Like, yeah. I imagine that had it's, to do with some fault of the car. Yeah, I mean the the, the carburetor, you know, the return spring was yeah. busted or something like that. You know, you, you could say that. Oh, Lord. Brian, thoughts, comments, concerns? You look terrified already. I'm already terrified. <laughs> uh, anyone who knows me at all knows that I am the biggest chicken shit when it comes to stuff like this. Um, I freak myself out on a daily basis with random <laughs> BS. Um, say Ouija board to Brian, he panics. Yeah, mm. um, I, like, I saw an article <laughs> on Facebook the other day that some town built like the largest Ouija board. Hey, can um, I just as, like, say a stunt, real And like, quick, I was like, why? Why the you, f would you do this? No. Like, have you ever seen a demon horror movie? This is how this shit starts. Yeah, for real. And that Not was like the mention, meme that like people were posting about and stuff. Like, look, it was. Uh, I consider myself yeah. a smarter guy, right? Brian okay. just closed the shades. I did. <laughs> yeah. I consider myself to be a smart, a smartish kind of guy. Okay. The thing that scares me most about a Ouija board is the way that they decided to spell Ouija. Okay. <laughs> sure. That's sure. just like sure. What? A Ouija. Ouija starts with O. What? Okay. But I mean, as far as like people like people killing other people's always tragic, uh, right? It's incredibly tragic. And please note that although I'm telling this story and we're ooh, creepy or whatever, the loss of human life is never to be taken lightly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and that's not what I'm saying. Let I'm me just, just preface that because remember the line, it's going to get so much worse. Right. Yeah. So it's like what I'm saying is like, Anything involving the car, I believe, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the downer here, right? Because until I see it, it's just you telling me, right? But as far as like people, people killing their families and shit, like they were mentally unhealthy. They're that, yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, and being a police officer is a high stress job. Yeah, truly. I mean, mm-hmm. like even in today's world, so it's in that where yeah. I can see. I would it. even go so far as to say, especially in today's world. Yes. But anyways, so chapter two. The OOBPD had had enough. They sold her off, telling her new owner only of the mechanical niggles, to which he scoffed and drove off with his cheap, low-mileage roadboat. Took her to the paint shop, painted her gold, and finally gave her her name, the Golden Eagle. It would appear she didn't like her new look, nor her name, as she became pouty. She would do all of her old antics, but would also completely drain her battery overnight, with no sign as to why. The elderly gentleman, at this point, took her to a mechanic who said that it was probably grounding on the body, frame, and or where it was parked just had a bad ground. Although all of these are possible theories, this podcaster believes that the old man had pissed her off. One day, Mr. Oldman was out about in town when she needed to curb her bloodthirst. Unfortunately, there was a child who jumped out from behind a parked car, and the worst happened. 
She ended the life of a little girl with her bumper. EMS was dispatched, but in vain. That was it. Her owner had had enough as well and locked her up in the garage to sit. While for a time he would park his new car next to her, she didn't like it either. You can tell because it's as if she leached the power from the new car her owner had forsaken her for. Again, the owner took the new car to the mechanic, who would charge the battery, and it would work fine, until being parked next to the Golden Eagle. After a while, the new car was banished to the harsh main climate and would be parked outside. Not the best destination for a car, but hey, at least it was running. Poor old man. Okay, so now we have one more. And a little girl at that. It's pretty messed up. The, the elements here of like the battery draining overnight and like the continued like issues and stuff like it, it, that could very well be like coincidence stuff. Like I'm sure I'm inclined to believe that kind of stuff. Um, if indeed the other car like had similar issues when parked next to that car and only when parked next to that car. Right. That's really fucking weird. Right. (laughs) Like that it's a look, I'll get into it, but Coincidence seems to become less and less of a possibility, right? Yeah. I'm still not sold. Okay. <laughs> my, my point in saying that, though, is like, Brian's right. I would say that I feel like there is, like, troubleshooting required. Like, <laughs> that's the, but that's, like, the, the thinker that's like brain. The tech thinkers that we yeah. are. Like, yeah, we're like, like, okay, we're going down the path no. of, like, what could be happening. Like, it's, it's also important to note that, okay, let me just say this real quick because I forgot to say it at the, at the beginning, okay? I went to five different websites. Jalopnik, there was one haunted site. There was this and the... Blah, 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 blah. There were both... There were two complete extremes. There was the Tim, I don't believe in anything. Everything sucks. I'm just <laughs> I mean, <laughs> everything not, does suck. Yeah, you're but. not far off base, man. <laughs> um, but then there was the other side of, this is Satan incarnate. You know, it's whatever, whatever you say. But um, what I did is I took what was what I kind of believe. So this is tilted. Okay. Yeah. But it's my podcast and I get to do that. (laughs) That's Um, true. But I took kind of in the middle. You know, I I weighed both sides of it. And then because with a lot of things in life, there's going to be two opposing views Typically, the truth lies somewhere in the middle, right? That's kind of where I'm going with it. The death, this death, this is like truly tragic. It absolutely is. Because, I mean, like that could happen today. Like if you're not paying yeah. attention, like there's a lot of technology in modern cars that, that could stop this from occurring, but the shit definitely still happens. So Yeah, absolutely does. At some point, I feel like I'm just going to say, fuck it, crush it. Yeah. Yeah, and like as this car is transitioning from cut like owner to owner, mm-hmm. they have to know like the history of it. Well, at this point, they kind of do, right? And I mean, you know, this is well pre-internet, so it's important yeah, to know say, that when, I'm about when ready. Did... To, oh, this is back in the '60s and early '70s. Okay, yeah. This story updates all the way until today. Okay, 
I'm about ready to start chapter three, which is really short of six. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> we got a while to go. And to that note, chapter three. Fast forward a few years, and a mechanic comes by purchaser, convinced that she's only got issues made by the manufacturer. He is, of course, wrong. As a matter of fact, she almost threw him out at high speed. Remember how she liked to flap her arms in the wind? You know the drill. Parked, forgotten, remembered, sold. As is kind of the story with any mechanic. So although she didn't kill anybody, and this was about 20 years that this mechanic owned her, okay, um, didn't take anybody. She tried to, though. Right. Um, there was another little story, and I cannot verify this, but apparently the door flung open. It, the mechanic was taking a right-hand turn. The door flung open, and the moment that the door flung open, the seatbelt unlatched, and he was almost thrown out of the car at speed. Has anyone experienced that before? Uh, yes. Same. Brian? It's terrifying. Have you? I don't think I've ever experienced that before, to be honest with you. So I uh, almost fell in the backseat of a Studebaker. Mm. Wow. Yeah. A family friend, um, him and his wife kind of like restored him. Mostly him, but, you know, married. So. Sure. Um, yeah. She was like driving the car and so I think they were babysitting me and like shit opened up. I can't remember if I was wearing a seatbelt or not, but I remember grabbing the door as I was going out. Yeah, and like oh, I've had the I've had like a door open, but never like both. Yeah. So like, like yeah, like door opened and like it's at a turn. So like I'm right now leaning out of the car, holding onto the door because I was trying to close it, mm-hmm. and like it's a big steel door. Right. Yeah. And like I feel like I had to have been buckled in, but I remember getting yelled at. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like I didn't open the door. Well, the right. door just well, opened. Right, right, right. Look, as a parent, if the door opens where my child is, I'm going to think. That the child, the child opened, opened the, the door. door right. right, and this is like... But it's important to note that this is a Studebaker. That door weighed more than this apartment. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> it's, it's it's in that where, like, that's, I feel like that's pretty common, that that door could totally open at speed, like, taking a corner. But, again, aerodynamics on this brick, the it air really pressure was. on the outside would be pushing the door in. Sure. Not open. Well, the like, if you if you're turning right... The driver door, like the it's possible. The is it centrifugal centrifugal force mm-hmm. that's pushing out? Yeah, that's I could see that. It's any true. weight applied you know, would any yeah any weight applied would be and exaggerated maybe that's by what the turn. Latch the seat and yeah, if, if it was whatever. like a faulty latch or something, right? Um, but keep in and, mind that this is a mechanic, mm-hmm. right? Well, she did this often, so he would have probably looked into getting it fixed. Now, granted. The mechanic's car always comes last. That's, that's what I was about to say. Is like <laughs> quick fixes. Like this isn't really the proper way to do it, but it'll do for now. Yeah, but I would imagine after that, because the thing is, is he didn't park her up after that incident. I'd imagine he tried to fix whatever it was that happened. But anyways, it sounds like the the poster child car for like. All recalls. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe. All right. Chapter four. Look, don't touch. In the 80s, the family Allen took possession of her. 
possession. See what I did there. <laughs> oh. Uh, but her being unsuccessful in taking out the mechanic needed her terrible thirst slaked. Much as the Golden Eagle had done in the 60s, her victim would be young to this world when she collected him to her kill count. He didn't even see her coming until he was on the hood. Paramedics came, but they were too late. Apparently, her reputation didn't go unnoticed. There were vandals who had their way with her windows, body, and the paint she had become accustomed to. These teenagers should have moved on to a different house or been at home doing their history homework. It is important at this point in the story to reiterate, I believe that coincidence does happen, but only when all other options are thoroughly vetted and disproven. Within weeks, she exacted her revenge on the first vandal with lightning. Yes, lightning. Lightning had struck the first vandal and he was dead instantly. She isn't without her mercies. Over the next few days, the other two vandals both got into accidents with 18-wheelers. One was decapitated. The other died on impact. She isn't without her mercies. Her reputation stewed in the community of Old Orchard for a decade, becoming legend. A story parents told their children to get them to look both ways before they crossed the street. For them not to play too close to the road, because the Golden Eagle might be coming with a pale horse in tow. But as with all legends, they're overtold. The messages of caution and wary give way to campfire stories and childish dares. Sometimes a campfire tale is trying to tell you to wonder, think, and look, but don't touch. Okay, do you know what the chances of getting struck by lightning are? Pretty slim. Depends on where you are. It's true. If you live somewhere where... If you're coming out of a strip club in Tampa, no, nah, not really. But this gonna, is in Maine. I was going to say my hometown, yeah. the ground strike capital of the world, Tampa, Florida. Yeah. It happens more often than you think. Yeah. But then also within days of one another, separate car accidents with 18-wheelers. Yeah. One has his head lopped off and the other dies on impact. This sounds like uh, Final Destination. It really <laughs> like does, right? Anytime that, like, right. comes for him, like... Yeah. Exactly. Which, by the way, that also fucked me up. I watched like the very first one <laughs> in like middle school at like yeah. a like a party or whatever, and yeah, that fucked me up. <laughs> I think I remember that. I think I was there for that party, and you were. You might have been. Yeah. Brent's like, I gotta go home. <laughs> I was. Yeah. I was messed up, man. I was yeah. really messed up. Mm-hmm. I had to. It's, it's tough to say, man. That, that's like a. I don't know. It, it again. It's, I believe in coincidence. I do. Yes. But. The coincidences are piling up. Yeah. It's the the problem with stuff like this is like it's it's getting difficult to to have compelling evidence for all of these that actually happened. And like I never I didn't do the research, so I don't know like yeah. what kind of evidence people have that are like touting the story. Mm-hmm. But like it is definitely feeling like people are getting this story and they're adding to it. Right. And it's just kind of getting out of control. It's like what it sounds like. So So there there was a lot more in this time frame of undocumented, you know, hearsay or whatever. Right. Everything that I've spoken about it, later on in the story, there is some, uh, some stuff that may or may not be 100% true. Um, but everything up until this point, these deaths actually happened as they're said. And I mean, the, you mentioned it as well as like 
the parents started telling their kids to like you know look look both ways or the golden eagle is coming to get you crossing a street right so yeah i could see that you know just builds from there because then children take it they start talking about it right i'm glad you brought that up tim chapter five now a vague shell of what she once upon a time was in physical form she needed to remind the sleepy burb that the tales that are spoken by the community elders are cautionary and not of her being boastful. She's never been boastful. Where were you guys in 2008? 2008? Mm-hmm. Here in Austin. Pennsylvania. Yeah. yeah. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah. Okay. Well, the Golden Eagle was about to really flex her supernatural power. A couple of boys dared their buddy to go touch her. To touch her without reverence that she was so very much due. Either way, he ran up, his heart pounding through his chest and damn near leapt out of his throat, reached his little finger forward, touched her rough shell, and without a second thought, about-faced and walked home with his buddies a hero. You know how boys get. They do these dumb things and things are okay. But although it was a dumb thing, it might not be okay. A few weeks passed, and late one night, the sky of Old Orchard Beach lit up scarlet. The little boy had killed his whole family, including the family dog, and burnt the house to the ground. But unlike the police officers in the 60s, the little boy lived. Riddle me this. Is that mercy or more punishment for something that never should have happened? After all, he didn't ask permission. And yet another massacre. How, like, a uh, couple of questions. Um, is the car now, like, sitting, like, not being, cur- like, we'll driven? We'll get there. Okay. You're getting ahead That's of okay. yourself. Yeah. Uh, and then, as far as distance, um, how far has this car traveled when owned? It is still in Old Orchard Beach. Okay. Like, the same. So it's, it's always been in that town. It's always been in that town. And okay. a little bit of foreshadowing, it's still there. Sure. I just want to be curious of that just because, like, it gets to a point where, yes, we're, we're attributing it to the vehicle, but a lot of these people are unhinged, like, mentally. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, have you guys ever seen the Stephen King movie, yeah. show, whatever? <laughs> Keeping in mind, it all happens in Maine. Yeah. Because Brian might not know this, but all of Stephen King's stories... It's yeah. a multiverse. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure you know. Yeah, that. I mean like I'm I guess I'm not into scary stories things like that, but like I'm <laughs> I'm familiar with like a lot of the mainstream stuff like I thought you were going to say King. I was like, "Yeah, me too." No, you're yeah. like, "No, just horror horror yeah. in general." Yeah. yeah. Okay. So this next chapter is the one that there's a little bit of hearsay and everything, but what I did is I tried to go with the things that are fact, not necessarily the ones that the the Things that are out there just to kind of give you chills or whatever. Okay? Chapter 6. That fence was for your protection, not mine. In 2010, a church decided that she had a demon living in her. So they broke into the yard she had been resting and stole her. They tore her apart and sold pieces of her to scrapyards, junk stores, and used parts houses. Let me ask you, if a boy who touched her 
would go th- on a psychopathic murder spree for touching her. What do you think happens to these poor souls? I can't find particulars on exactly what happened, but those who actually had the most hand in this had accidents or died under mysterious circumstances, as told by the church. The current owner, who is the daughter of the gentleman after the mechanic, insists, although these stories are true, it isn't because of the car. Additionally, she was able to find the pieces and put the Golden Eagle back together, in hiding this time. Do you think she put it into hiding to save the Golden Eagle? Or do you think that she put it into hiding to save all the others from the wrath of the most evil car in America? Sometimes, when you see a fence, it's there for your protection, not mine. So, what do you guys think? Um, Most evil car in America or most unlucky car in America? I, I have difficulty believing the last part of it, that like a church broke into a yard and took it apart and sold it because they thought it had a demon in it. That actually did happen. I can, that was fact. The people, I don't have particulars on it, but at least one of them died under mysterious circumstances. One of them's in a wheelchair and the other lost a leg. Well, like the act, the act really like the act of them. If, if they in fact thought it had a demon, why did they selling it? it? It's like taking it apart and selling the parts and like, like distributing the parts out. I don't know. Doesn't seem like anybody the thing that remember they would do. little bastard <laughs> James Dean. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's when you mentioned like you most evil or unlucky. I'd say that that one might be the unlucky one. Yeah, but I mean, as far as like that goes, I'm I'm leery on that as well. Just because how do you how do you exercise the demon when you're distributing the parts, as Brian stated? Right. Mm. Um, unless it's like the Church of Satan. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I mean, there's, there's a lot of elements in this story that, like, look, there's a lot of it that, again, the things that I pulled are the things that I found consistent, sure, and things that had fact behind them. Could it be coincidence? Sure. There comes a point where it's like too hard to say. Yeah, like that exactly. line is blurred so much that I would like to believe it's coincidence because that's just how my head works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but me I mean, too. to play your game, it is a scenario where, in all honesty, it, honest, it's. I wouldn't want that car anywhere near me. Yeah. I would move. Yeah. Same right? here. Yeah. If I if I truly believed it was the vehicle, I would move. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's important to note that this lady. Um, also owns a Volvo that she's covered with over 6,000 beads and like 36 stuffed animals. <laughs> I may have seen that car before. Probably. And the church still refers to her as the Old Orchard Beach Sea Witch and that she uses the car to do her evil bidding. Interesting. So... So this church's validity is... Uh... It's come into question. <laughs> okay. Just, but... They tried to drown her yet? This, I don't know. 
Does she float? Has she, tur- <laughs> has she turned anyone into a newt? Yeah. <laughs> like, Uncle Better. Yeah. I want to know what you guys think. Like, do you believe this story? Do you not believe this story? Do you think it's, it's BS? Um, have you guys heard this story before? Um, I hadn't. Me and either. I love some creepy shit. And I love cars. It's amazing that I had never heard it. Yeah. I've, I've heard the story of like, the James Dean car. Um, yeah. little, little bastard is what little bastard, yeah. Yeah. Little bastard. Um, similar story, but not as, as long and not as right. You and know, it, well, because little bastard went missing in what the seventies oh, the eighties, and it was missing for a really long time. Did they, did they find it? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, if, uh, if you want to weigh in on the conversation, uh, like I mentioned earlier, you know, our group yep. on Facebook, um, you know, leave us a comment there. Let us know. Um, there'll be like this. And uh, episode will have a link in the in the group there. So, and I'll try my best in the group to actually put up a picture, the last picture that was taken of her um, before she went in hiding. Okay. Um, so I'll uh, I'll try to put that up and everything. Um, it, it, for those, give you a little bit of history. Um, the three thirty was the predecessor to the cornet. Looked very similar. Yeah, I mean, incredibly similar. Basically, take the back two doors off. You have a cornet. It's like super curious to me why they chose the car they did for Christine because this car is way more menacing. Yeah. Well, I I think that it was because Christine came out in what the eighties. Good point. And what was Christine? The the car that was self healing. Like what kind of car was uh, it? Plymouth Fury. Yeah. And it looked like it had angry eyes or whatever. Yeah. It might it might have been a couple of reasons. It might have been like a product placement deal that they had with Plymouth. To put, Maybe like in the it could well, was, be it was it a Plymouth in the book? I have no it, idea. Uh, it might have been. I'm literally actually. not a fan. So and yeah, I've, keeping I've, I've in mind too that the, the Plymouth Fury was from like the 50s or early 60s. Yeah, so it was like an early so model it wouldn't Fury. Have been a, yeah, it wouldn't have been a like product placement deal because it would have been. You know, like if it was, thing, they would have done like a new car. Maybe, yeah, probably. You know? Who knows? So, but why? who knows? Who knows? But it, and also, what we know about human psyche now is that car back then was oh, that's the scary car because it looks angry. Sure. Nowadays, yeah. what we know is is that uh, with the human psyche, the scariest things are the things that do evil that look normal. Yeah. And it looks like a normal car. Yeah. So there you go. Hit us up. Let us know. But until next time, make sure to look both ways. I'm Dan Nichols. I'm Brian Sanchez. And I'm Tim Wesley. Now.